Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, my name is Terrence Hunt. We are back on Leadership Legacy, Kingdom Leadership, talking about leadership. And we're going to be discussing Kingdom Connections Part 2 today. I pray that you all have done well. I pray that you all had a wonderful Memorial Day and wonderful weekend this past weekend. And so we will get started. I just uh, want to say welcome back to everybody. And we will continue. We we're going to start today in the book of Acts, the fifth chapter. We'll read verses 12 and 16. And we have several other scriptures we'll read in the course of this podcast. But today we're going to continue to talk about the power of kingdom connections. You got to understand that in the kingdom of God and as being a Christian, it's important for you to maintain your connection with God and your connection with your brothers and sisters in Christ. This is where our overcoming power comes from. This is where our effectiveness comes from in, in doing what God has called us to do. And so I'll read today for you the book of Acts, the fifth chapter, verses 12 through 16. And it says, And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. But of the rest, no man dared join himself to them, but the people magnified them, and more believers were added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about Jerusalem, bringing sick folk and those who were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one. Wow. So as we start this second part of our discussion on kingdom connections, we see that there is great power released when we connect with our brothers and sisters in Christ. You know that we talked last week about this and that the devil's job is to kill, steal, kill, and destroy. He does not want you to connect with your brother. He does not want you to connect with your sister. In fact, over small, petty matters, the devil would love to have us divided, arguing, in chaos and confusion. Now, we know the word of the Lord says that God is not the author of confusion. So we know when there's confusion and chaos, God's not in that. And so we have to work hard to maintain a state of unity, maintain a state of peace and camaraderie with our brothers and sisters. We may not agree with everything that they say or do, but we are commanded to love one another. And so let's look at the things that are happening when there's great power released. When we connect with our brothers and sisters in the way that the apostles did back in, books, in the book of Acts chapter 5, there were signs, there were wonders. There were healings, and there were deliverances. The signs and wonders are miraculous things that God does. They are really unexplainable things that God will do because of our faith, because of our love, and because of our unity. Some of you listening to my voice may need a miracle or may know people that need miracles right now. Signs, wonders, and miracles are available, but you see there's a formula to that. There has to be agreement. There has to be prayer, there has to be love, and then there has to be connection. There has to be at least two or more. God will show up in the midst and release that miracle. Um, 
The other thing that happened, there were people being healed from physical sicknesses and diseases. It's powerful. The Bible in Isaiah 53, 5 says that by his stripes, ye were healed. You're already healed by Jesus. Because Jesus took 39 stripes on his back that you would walk in healing. Why? Why aren't people walking in healing? Maybe because we're divided. Maybe because we do not embrace one another, but we rather allow the enemy to keep us in combat with one another. The key to healing is faith. It is also having some agreement in prayer, what God's power is able to do. We know the Lord has already released healing to us. It's one of our benefits, but some of us aren't walking on our healing because we allow other people to distract us. We may be having some unforgiveness or resentment towards somebody. Unforgiveness is a big blocker to your blessings. We have to let that stuff go. If you're upset about something that someone else did and you aren't able to forgive that person, you're only hurting yourself. Forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. You forgiving the other person that did what was wrong doesn't mean you need to go out and have a cup of coffee with them tomorrow. It just means that you're willing to let it go, release it, so you can walk in freedom and you can receive everything that God has for you. We also saw that deliverances were happening, and that's when those unclean spirits were being cast out. They were being moved. They were being um, uh, um, kicked out. See, some people don't believe in unclean spirits, but you watch the horror movies. You watch the ghost movies and everything. Well, unclean spirits are real. They're part of the enemy's kingdom. But they have no business afflicting the believers. And so when a believer is being uh, affected by an unclean spirit, maybe something has gone wrong. But we have the power over these things. We do not need to be afraid of an unclean spirit. You know that the power of God is greater than any devil or any demon that you could ever face. The demons are created beings. God is not a created being. He's been around for eternity. So he has authority and power over them. You can cast them out. You can cast them out by the power of God. You can move them by the power of God. We already have authority to walk on serpents and scorpions. So no devil has power over you. And so kingdom connections, connecting with your brothers and sisters in Christ, praying, being in agreement, will allow us to overcome all of these things that can come against us. And I want to continue to show you this because you have to understand that uh, we live in a time right now where it seems like our country in the United States is no longer a Christian country. It seems like this country has gone back to idolatry and witchcraft and carnality. But I want you to understand that the church can endure. One of the things that happened in the book of Acts is that the body of believers, the Christians, they were told not to preach in Jesus' name. They were commanded not to do the will of God. They were persecuted by the by the authorities. But I want you to understand that when you have your kingdom connections, when you have your connection with the Lord Jesus, when you have your connection with your brother and sister in Christ, you can endure persecution. When we stay connected, we can endure it. And here's the other thing you got to understand. When we are persecuted for Jesus, we grow. We grow in power. And we grow in number. God is good. Let's look at Acts 5, 27, because I want you to see the power 
of the Holy Spirit, when we are under persecution and we're in agreement, when we have our kingdom connections lined up, we get a much boldness and we get the ability to endure. So I want to show you this in Acts 5 and 27. And it reads, And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not did not we strictly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine, and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hanged on a tree. Wow, look at what happened here. Peter and the other apostles was in one agreement. Their kingdom connections, they came together and said, we're not listening to you. <laughs> We're going to obey God. That's power, you all. That's power. This is why we need kingdom connections. Because kingdom connections increase our power. They give us boldness. It releases the glory of God. It allows us to obey God and not be intimidated by the negative forces that are coming up against us. Sometimes the devil will try to be like a bully. You know how those gangsters used to do? They would show up. And they like to intimidate when there's one person. When you get all your brothers lined up with you, all together, them gangsters, man, they, they leave you alone because they know, I can't mess with him now. He got his boys with him. That's how the power of God is when you have your kingdom connections. You got your boys and your sisters with you. No devil can mess with you. Powerful stuff. So let's go on. We're going to go on and understand now the kind of things that happen when you have your kingdom connections aligned. Our prayers have supernatural power when we are connected. We talked about this before, but let's look at um, the book of Acts. We'll show you this word because you have to understand the enemy don't want us to come together. He don't want us to be in agreement because he knows if we get an agreement and we start praying together, his kingdom is coming down. So we're going to look at Acts 14. We'll read verse 19. And so we'll read 19 and 20. And there came certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people. And having stoned Paul, they dragged him out of the city, supposing he was dead. However, the disciples stood round about him. He rose up and came into the city. And the next day they departed to Barnabas. To Derby. Wow, what happened here is the enemy came up against Paul, <clears throat> used these crazy people, these crazy Jews in Antioch and Iconium, and stoned Paul, tried to stone him to death, tried to kill the man. I guess they thought Paul was dead, but the disciples stood around him. They all stood around in a circle, I could imagine, and prayed for Paul. And Paul got up and he continued on his mission. And when he went to Derby, they went and they started preaching the gospel again. This is the power we have when we are kingdom connected. That even when the devil tries to destroy, he tries to kill us. He can't take us out because we're connected. And if God didn't say it was over, it's not over yet. We can keep moving. This is powerful. Paul had more people to preach to. He had more people to minister to. And so the enemy tried to stop his mission shut him down but because he was connected to his brothers and sisters hey 
the Lord God raised him up. And this is the power we have in our kingdom connection. This is why we need to be connected to a local church. This is why we need to be connected to a local body. I shudder to think what would have happened in my life if I had not been connected to a local church where pastor was praying for me, where the saints was praying for me, because stuff happens. But we've overcome those things all by prayer, all by our kingdom connections. We need this. It's powerful. So we're going to go on. We will talk some more about this. Um, let's look at the next point, which is that, and we kind of talked about it a little bit, but we we'll talk about it some more. The enemy cannot bind us or stop us when we are connected. So we see another powerful, powerful uh, uh, lesson here in the book of Acts. And this one is in Acts, the 16th chapter. And I think some of you may be familiar with this because uh, it's been preached from uh, quite a bit at times, but it's Acts, the 16th chapter and, and the 25th verse. And it reads, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had fled. And we can read on down to verse 30. Uh, yeah, verse 30. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And they spoke the word, spoke unto him the word of the Lord, and to him who all him who was in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and all his straightway. And when he had brought them to his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. The enemy had Paul and Silas locked up in a prison because they were preaching the gospel and delivering people and trying to shut their ministry down. But because Paul and Silas were continuing to pray, continuing to sing praises, continuing to have those kingdom connections, they didn't isolate and get mad and fight one another because they were in jail. No, they stayed in an agreement. And they didn't turn on each other. They prayed. They sang praises. And God heard them. First of all, the prisoners heard them. And then God heard them. And God moved. He opened up that prison with the earthquake. Look at the power when we come into agreement. And not only did they get free, but this keeper of the prison, he was getting ready to kill himself because he knew, hey, if these guys get away, I'm in trouble, man. I could lose my job. Like, he was getting ready to kill himself. But Paul, and we didn't read the verses where Paul said, hey, don't do that. Don't kill yourself. We're all here. No one has run out yet. <laughs> and so this story goes that the man that was the keeper of the prison uh, received the Lord Jesus Christ and his whole family got saved because of the ministry of Paul and Silas. That is powerful stuff. One minute, Paul and Silas were in chains and bound up and the prison doors had them bound up. The next minute, Paul and Silas are ministering to this guy and his whole family accepts the Lord Jesus Christ. All because of prayer and kingdom connections. They were connected to God and they were connected to each other. And power came through. That's what God's all about. Mm, it's powerful. 
you have to understand this, that your kingdom connections, the people that you know that are saved in the body and that are a blessing that you're connected to will cause others to be saved. Whole families can be delivered through your kingdom connections. God didn't bring you into God's kingdom for you to just be by yourself and be isolated. No, no. God wanted to connect you first to him. That's how you got saved. Then God connected you to the local church. Then he connected you to brothers and sisters in Christ in that church. And I'm telling you, if you're not connected to a local church right now, this is a great time to do it. Find a church that's filled with the Holy Spirit. Find a church where the word of God is being taught and it's being taught correctly. You can pray about this. You can seek God about this. But I'm telling you, you will receive power when you do this. The Lord wants us to do two things. He wants us to love our God with all our heart, all our mind, and all our souls. And the other thing God wants us to do is to love our neighbor as ourselves. This is the kingdom connections. Your first kingdom connection is up to God. Your second kingdom connection is horizontal. And that is the sign of the cross. One beam going straight up, the other beam going horizontal. And that's how the Lord died for us. He, he, he sacrificed his life for God. He sacrificed his life for us. And that's the kingdom connection. He, he, he bled for us. He died on the cross. He gave us all. And because of that, every time we have kingdom connection, the Lord remembers the cross. The Lord remembers the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. And he says, I got to honor this prayer. I got to honor this kingdom connection and move in their behalf because my son died for them. My son sacrificed. I see that kingdom connection. I see that cross. I'm getting ready to move. And he shows up. So please, 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 whatever you do, don't allow the enemy to divide and conquer you. Don't allow the enemy to divide and conquer your home. Don't allow the enemy to divide and conquer your workplace. Don't allow the enemy to divide and conquer your ministry or your church. Because the enemy, he does seek to kill, steal, and destroy. He does seek whom he may devour. You're always walking about as a roaring lion. He's looking for somebody who's out there isolated and alone and weak. But when you link up with your brother and your sister, when you link up with God and your your peers, and that power is released, oh, man, do you know the power? The enemy can't do anything because the Lord, he will put a hedge of protection around you. He will. He will. He will let the angels encamp around about you, and no harm will come to you. So I encourage you, there's safety in a multitude of counselors. There's power in numbers. God wants to do a thing in your life. But you got to understand, we're not lone rangers out here in the body of Christ. We can't, we're not designed to be out here by ourselves. God can certainly minister to you by yourself. God can certainly speak to you by yourself. God can give you vision for your life while you're by yourself in prayer. Yes, he can. But the real overcoming power that you're going to have in your life is from your kingdom connections. We see in the book of Acts, the church could not be stopped. They turned the world upside down because they had connection with the Father and they had connection with each other. It was horizontal, 
and vertical, the sign of the cross. There was great power. Wow. So just want to let you know that. I'm going to pray and then I'll release you. Father God, we want to thank you for the people under the sound of my voice. We thank you for this episode, Kingdom Connections, part number two. Lord, we pray that your word has gone forth and that those who are under the sound of my voice, Lord, will have heard your word and that they would have received it, some 30, some 60, some 100. Let them have that that fruitfulness, that manifestation, that harvest that you promised, Lord. Let them not be unproductive servants in you. So we pray that this word would go forth and be a blessing to the leaders in the body. That they could continue to advance your kingdom everywhere they go. Well, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. My name's Terrence. God bless you. And we'll get together again in two weeks and talk about the kingdom leadership. Talk about leadership legacy. We'll talk about some more kingdom connections. God bless.